Welcome back to the Nightlife Podcast, Season 4, Episode 4. Guys, today I am bringing in a friend, uh, somebody I met in the industry here in Miami um, a while back, a few years back, um, and somebody who I wanted to interview for a while and talk about certain aspects of the industry that, um, you know, that I know that she's been involved with and different things that she's worked with. And then uh, when we spoke, you know, prior to the interview, she mentioned some subjects that I thought needed to be addressed and that we went into in this interview. So today's episode is very important for all those women out there and definitely, definitely for those guys who are in any position of power in the industry. So I want you to welcome Angelina. Angie, how are you? Hi. How are you today? You? Good, 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 good. Angie, you are in Orlando, right? I am. I moved here about three years ago from Miami. Yes, I. I and I love it. You love it? <laughs> I do. I do. Oh my god! You know how many people? You know how many people? I yeah. Well, that side I agree hundred percent. But you know how many people I've spoken to that are that have been in the industry. Uh, or are in the industry and and go to Orlando, but they just they're going nuts with, I mean it's non Miami, but that's unless you're kind of over the Miami scene, right? It, yeah, it's a. It's, I mean Miami's just like higher volume, but yeah. I think Orlando, I think downtown Orlando has more, or Orlando in general has more bars per. Square like footage for something, I think, right. yeah, than anywhere else in like the state or in the country, I think, even. Right. So we're, you know, we have a lot of a lot of business in regards to the nightlife. Right. So why don't you tell uh, our viewers a little bit about what you have done in the industry before? First, let's start there. Where you started, and so. I started working for, when I first started in the industry, I started working as a promo girl, uh, doing different promos for different companies. I started working with Red Room Key, and I'm no longer with them, but I was with them for a while on and off, depending okay. on what I was doing. Um, I started off as a promo girl. Right. We're not going to say, we're not going to say when this was, but about how old were you then? I was about... 23 24 okay and so 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 last year let's say last year <laughs> last year no i'm no, 30 i'm kidding i'm kidding i was <laughs> i was trying not to go to the age you know although i i know oh, that you I don't, don't you don't mind i know i, I never mind you don't you Honestly, don't look the age like listen. if you're comfortable in your skin like it doesn't matter <laughs> right or or in your hair in my case it's where the age <laughs> is, is seen most um, okay, so you started with with, with Ray. Yeah, I know it is. Um, I, so I met you. I met you later on um, as you were waitressing at the time that I met you. At Blue Martini. Correct. What the 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 so that was was that a right after? That was that was right after I was working with Red Room Key. I worked with them as a promo girl at first, and then I started go go dancing for yeah. the company. Okay. And cool. then I started working at Blue Martini, and I was doing both at the same time. Okay. And I I did I picked up a couple of waitressing shifts at Space. Okay. And I worked a couple of bartending shifts at Heart. Right. I also worked for Swarm doing uh you different know events. different events that they would do Swarm you know. Sh I, shout us shout us to Swarm to ha to Shavi Javi. 
Happy. <laughs> um, I haven't seen them in a while. Okay. But so I worked for that company as well. Were you doing um, uh, waitressing there, bartending, anything? I was bartending. Okay. And I was bartending just like different events for, you know, different occasions. I think I did like a Cinco de Mayo. I did St. Patty's Day. I did... Um, I worked with another company too, I think, for like a Calle Ocho. <laughs> right. I've done just like a, a little bit of everything, honestly. What about the, the cruises? So that was also with Red Room Key. That was Red right. Room Key um, was hired by Wet Travel, which handles like, they, I mean, they handle all the group cruises. So right. shout out to them, Wet Travel. I love them. They're that was, amazing. That, that, those are some cool events. Very cool events. Amazing. I mean, they have a whole salsa cruise too. Oh, yeah. And which I think they have like usually at the end of the year. Maybe not this year, but, right. you know, maybe next year. It's awesome from what I heard. But I haven't been mm -hmm. on the salsa cruise. I've only done all the group cruises. Right. Since 2017. I started 2017 and I ended um, 2019 in January. Right. So they have two cruises in the year. And then I was. Um, I was one of the managers that would help with um, all the dancers, like costume design, um, managing the dancers' um, schedules, and just assisting with anything that Stephanie, who's the owner of Red Room Key, needed um, in regards to that. And I mean, she would put on these amazing shows that like you wouldn't get anywhere else. And like. You know, I highly respect Zantra, which is another go-go uh, -go dancing and entertainment company right. in Miami. But to be honest, completely honest, like what Stephanie has done with Red Room Key is amazing. Like another level. The, the experiences that I've had working with her and working in with that company has been amazing. Just like a once in a lifetime type thing, right? Right. And I was able to um, become friends with managers of different DJs and right. like, you know, things that I never even talk about now, which is right. fun. It's like I get to talk about it with you. Right. So but, let me um, let me ask you something. You you are still in the industry, right? You, in Orlando, you're still doing some of this. I am. Okay. Uh, I work for hotels now. Okay. Which I think is better for is better for people. You know. People like me don't want to deal with the nightlife as much. Right. Um, although they do, the hotel that I work at, it's called the Rosen Plaza Hotel. And um, Mr. Rosen owns several different properties in Orlando only. Okay. But he's amazing. I mean, he does a lot of community work. And I really enjoy working for that company, to be completely honest. And I do several corporate events. I mean, I've worked with, I've worked with Google. American Express, um, oh. just different like big companies. So in general, from what I hear, it's it's a good evolution you've had over the years. You know, in the in the industry, it's a, a very different things that you've been doing basically. From from you know, first of all, um, yeah. Second second <laughs> of all, a wide range. Of yes, things in the industry, but which is, which is good. I mean, you start somewhere, I mean, and I and I have a feeling at the beginning, um, and that's something I want to get into. Uh, in a moment but i have a feeling that at the beginning it all has to do a little bit more with age and looks you know um in in this oh, industry yeah. in this industry i i guess at a, at a certain age or, or it's what most venues are really looking for uh even you know in production when it comes to go dancers it's one and in and when it comes to being behind the bar 
or a waitressing or hostesses and all those those things. Um, I don't know if you noticed that I mentioned a lot of those, but I don't mention, uh, you know, a lot of management positions. Um, it's a subject that we, we, we touched on a little bit before um, uh, you came on. Um, and, and we're going to dig in in a minute. But, um, but, but definitely it starts with that. And then you grow, you mature uh, as, as, a, as a woman, as a person, as a yeah. business person. And, and you see that there are other areas uh, where you can go and where, where, may, where maybe those things aren't as common or as needed or as important anymore. Correct. Yeah. Not meaning that you don't take care of yourself. Yeah. Right. It's <laughs> it's completely separate, one or the other. Um. So, how different is it working at you know at a at a corporate event type you know at a hotel for example and versus, um, let's say a groove cruise or 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 behind the bar at a at a at a very well-known bar in Miami. Okay. <laughs> They're all so different. Okay. So, I mean, working at, working behind the bar in Miami, I mean, you're dealing with, you're dealing with a lot of people, right? Like it's very, very high volume. Right. And it's like, you're the moment you start working, like you get thrown in that fire and it's, it's a lot like it's it's if you just started bartending it's a lot you know mm -hmm. a lot to remember a lot to deal with you're you know i mean it's always honestly it was the best thing because at that point like you know that you can do anything right <laughs> true but i think um the type of people you get in miami is completely different than the people the type of people you get in orlando you okay. know and In Miami, you have a big window of um, time that you spend behind the bar, you okay. know, because everything closes pretty late or doesn't close at all, right. or will like close a day later, like at Space or at Heart. Right. Sometimes, you know, or start um, a lot earlier, like in Blue Martini, that opens at four. Yeah, I mean, I had my shift sometimes as a waitress, and I would start off at I think. 4 p.m., 3 p.m. to like set up and then keep going until if, I mean, if it stays busy, you'll stay there until like 4 a.m., 5 a.m., whatever. Yeah. And um, that's if you're not involved in the whole let's party after, which is one of the issues in the industry. A lot of people are oh, part of that. That was my thing for such a long time, especially <laughs> working there. I mean, I would, I would get off of work and like, because it was all new to me, you know, like I, initially started working in the legal um like as a legal assistant as a receptionist in legal field and i did that for a, quite a while until i started in the nightlife and, and i also and you worked saw, in the medical field and you saw the money in the nightlife yeah because it was easy and it was fun and you know like you're it's not like a stressful and like you're enjoying, you're able to make money and enjoy your youth at the same time. Correct. So it's something that is like appealing, you know, to anybody and anybody who's young and like, you know, in your prime. Right. Right. So I was doing well, but it's come, it's, it was, it was a lot, you know, because going out after work and then, 
staying out. I mean, I used to come into work sometimes on a Saturday and I wouldn't come home until like Monday, Monday morning. And that's because there were so many things to do in Miami and I was so caught up. Like, so, so thankfully you found a job at Heart and Space that were the ones that were opening late, you know, or after parties and making a little money extra in that sense. Oh yeah, it was, uh, it was really good. I mean, Space, I didn't stay there for too long, but I did, I did pick up a few shifts or several shifts at Heart and their energy, which I think, I think Heart is closed now. And I think it's now like Winwood Factory. I know that I think they moved to Windwood Factory, like all of Correct. management over there. Correct. And they're they're great. Um, I remember my manager John Fortini. I think his last name is. He's awesome. And um, I mean that area alone has changed a lot just due to the fact that you have now eleven right there next to what used to be, you know, what space is or or was whatever. I don't. Oh even, yeah, I, there was so much business, so much business, and yeah. there is there's never a night that you're not going to make money, like. Right. You're, I mean, you're walking with a month's rent in one day, right? Right. Like, that's crazy. That, yeah. And it's something that, like, you don't, you never want to leave that, you know? Like, you, you see the money in this industry, and it's, and it's amazing. It's just important to, like, remember never to just, like, not get too caught up right. in, like, the stuff, right? Because there is, you know, with that comes people who are very territorial about their like shifts for example or um a lot of drama right were you part of any uh gang or group within <laughs> the the industry i mean it's it just there's so many places that you see that you know that click you know like oh oh yeah the little clicks and stuff. miami is very easily divided by las cubanitas las venezolanas las colombianas they separate until they find oh, out that they have a lot in common, you know, and it's, you know, we're all the same. Um, but um, I feel like for the most part, if you were nice to me, I'll be nice to you. Right. I think that if you were just, I don't know, for me, just like people, if they were kind to me, I'm going to be kind to you. But there is a lot of times that I would, you know, get caught up in a lot of the stuff that was going on because I didn't know like how to handle it. It wasn't something that I was used to. Right. So, and I th you know, I think one of the issues that we have in this industry is that a lot of the training that happens is, is very like quick, fast. Let me, you know, uh, hiring, for example, hiring at a, at a nightclub, um, starts with looks. 100 percent oh, or you know then then you have maybe uh recommendations as a second thing to look at you know is did somebody that i know recommend this person or not whatever the actual job 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 part you know how good is she or he doing their job they leave it you know last <laughs> in so many ways although i mean there are that just can't do the job and they have to be fired whatever but 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 if you are able to learn fast enough and to stay, you know, depending, of course, on the venues. But um, I guess the smaller they are, the more this happens. Um, yeah. Or, or if the less corporate they are also, um, in a way. But in general, that that's a big issue. And I don't see much training going on with, with all those things. Like, for example, understanding that you should not be partying after hours. And, you know, considering, the you know, the fact that tomorrow we open at four again. And you may be on that shift again. And you have other stuff to do. You have a life. Um, you know, so, so 
there are you know different aspects that that are probably you learn on the go uh, okay the type of training that you get for example working at a hotel is not the same kind of training that you're going to get at a bar or 100 uh, a bar that doesn't serve food even a bar that does serve food like or in the nightlife in general right any place like that you just get thrown in they see if they like you or if, and if you can handle the things on your own and you know it's it's completely different you're not going to get that um like you know step-by-step -step training you're not going to Nobody's going to mention HR to you. Like, that right. doesn't exist. Right. In, um, in many, nobody's going to mention sexual in, harassment to you. Nobody's right. going to mention anything that you would normally get working for a corporate company. Right. And it's it's um, definitely something that I think that managers should address to people, like, in regards to, I guess, morale, like, in the in the company or whatever right it's um... so so i've been on the other side of the boat i've been uh on the ownership side of small venues small boutique clubs whatever you want you what we yeah. call here mom and pops you know and um and I, and i always see it in especially coming from the investing partner is i am worried about making money now i'm not really worried about all those little things but when you come from learning a little bit about venues that operate you know a little more corporate you you always think you know the more corporate we can be the longer we'll be around and we the safer it'll be the better environment yeah. we can build you know we i mean we were at a club for 14 years in kibis kane um and i can honestly was it? it was yahe and bayside i mean sorry bayside was the second one in kibis kane it started as south fork it became madhouse and then yahe it was three names Kibis Kane, we closed okay. 2007, just so you have an idea how long ago. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Yeah, we started yeah, there in, 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 in the, <laughs> we started in the 90s over there, so imagine. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and, and the issue is this, like with that, with that venue and the way that it was operated and, and everything, we were lucky enough to find management that actually cared and came from that experience and was able to worry, you know, and care about those things and teach us about it because we didn't have that kind of experience before. And we were, all, you know, coming from that whole, let's get the hottest girls, let's get, let's get the fastest guys for bussers and back, you know, they're the ones that are really running around. We have the girls, they have to go out there. They got to go flirt. They got to go make sales. That's, you know, that mindset um, you know, when you're young, you're just, and you have no idea what you're doing, really. You just landed in this thing, and now you own a venue, a club, and you're like, wow, let's, <laughs> not really understanding all the issues that could, you know, come with this whole experience, especially managing people, you know? Um, yeah. So, so we were fortunate enough to find the right management, you know, the right, especially the GM back then, who, who took good care of, of this whole um, aspect and we can actually say honestly say today that after like 14 years of being there with different names and everything um, everybody that went through there is like part of our you know family like we still are in contact with people that have been retired for a while and whatever and we, it's a different experience now that is different from my experience as as a promoter working at different venues and what I have seen in different places you know um, yeah. And 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 you mentioned 
um, you know, like harassment. It's it's one of the biggest parts. It's just it's um it's something that I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know how much people either not see it or they want to just turn around and act like they don't see it. You know, I don't, I don't know how you feel about it. I don't know what, what your experience is. I feel is. like anybody who works in the industry, anybody who's really worked in the industry, like they know that it's a what? thing. There's nobody, no one who works in the industry and can tell me, no, that doesn't happen right. because it does. You feel it that, does. you feel that and, men are, and, men are treated. Whoever says that they, whoever says that, no, it doesn't happen is a liar. <laughs> right. And this may be trying to cover their ass or whatever. It's use it, the language. I don't know. I'm right. allowed to. Is say. this, is this an, oh, here you can say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. It's all, it's, um, I won't bleep or anything. Um, so yeah. Let me ask you something. Do you think, um, and I and I and I agree. I I I agree. I I think that it is something that most people just turn a blind eye to. And if um, I have very yeah. very very seldom actually seen anything being done about it, to be honest with you, I am planning. Yeah. I am planning on. Don't think on that. Say that again. The only sorry. The only thing that I can think of that is ever done about it is that the said person who is the victim ends up getting fired and or or um threatened or bullied so this is when it when it this is when it comes from the top down correct what we're talking um, i mean the way you're mentioning it if you end up fired it's not because it's uh, happening from colleagues but it's mostly happening from from either ownership or management in that way oh yeah 100 no. And so is it more of a power thing, you think? I think that I definitely think that people who are in power have a tendency and it's not all the time, but they do have a tendency to abuse their power. And it's uh, it's uh, something that you see more often in the nightlife than in any other industry. Right. And um That might be a very bold statement, but I do believe that it's true. I mean, considering I've I've uh, uh, dipped my feet in different types of industries and different fields and things like that, and I've never seen it as much as the way you see it in the nightlife and how afraid women are to speak out about these things. Is it, afraid, is it so afraid because as a bartender, as a serve, anybody who works in the nightlife and you want to stay in the nightlife, your reputation is constantly um, at, at risk, you know, if if something like that were to happen, right. you know, if, if you go to and if something happens and you were to speak out about a situation, um, you know, because people who work for work in big nightclubs and all the different nightclubs, like they all know each other. Right. You know, they're all, they're all, they all talk. Everybody talks. Everybody in this industry talks. They all talk right. about each other. Um, good or good and bad. Right. And if you have that reputation of I'm going to talk and I'm going to speak out and use my voice to address something that happened to me that was wrong, and shouldn't be, you know, it's something that 
Right, right. I get it. Legally, is it's not okay for I, any I, business. Yeah, I get so. it a hundred percent on a on a on a different subject, but you know something similar happens to us in this industry, which is a lot of times venues decide not to pay what we are owed. <laughs> um, we do get paid a big chunk of what they sell. Um, we are a partner in in you know in what it's done. That's how it works. But when a venue is not doing so well on other nights, they're not able to pay and they decide not to pay and you end up not being paid. For us to come out there and come after them, it ends up closing doors at other venues. So a lot of times we just leave that behind um, just to not have the issue at other at other places. So so what you're saying is that besides the fact that it happens with top level, you know, management and, and, and ownership, probably um, you're saying that it'll besides getting you probably out of there, it'll also close other doors. Yeah, 100%. It closes doors for a lot of us, especially women. Let me ask, let me ask you. People love seeing women as um, liars or people who make things up, you know, and, right. and um, you think things have changed, uh, you know, now that, you know, with the Me Too movement and how a lot of women are speaking up, I mean, yeah, are they... I mean, look, there. there's two types of people. There are people who believe that women who are hashtagging Me Too or coming out and, and feeling like they have, using that movement um, as a crutch, right, to feel like they have a voice, finally. Right. And then there's some people who think all these women are full of shit and that they're all liars and they get gaslighted and bullied and it just the circle just comes back around to bite them in the ass right right but i think that i think that all the women who are able to speak out about their experiences their negative experiences first of all it's really difficult for anybody to come out and just say hey this is what happened to me Right. I was abused. Um, I was taken advantage of, and it's not okay. Like that, for a woman to come out and say something like that is hard. Right. And I think that some. I think that those women should be, um, you know, like thank, like thank you, you know, because you're giving a voice to women who find it difficult to have one, especially in this industry, right? Right. And I mean, most of the women who came out and said those Me Too things, right, like, and made these accusations um, are women who worked in the music industry, which is similar to entertainment. I mean, it's like entertainment, it all, like, comes back around, right? Right. It ends up, you know, a lot of these women started off, too, like, in this industry, like, working in the nightlife. Does it have to do maybe with it? Is it maybe the alcohol or it's more of a power thing, you think? I think it's a power thing. And the alcohol just gives them a little bit of a, it's a like liquid confidence, right? To just like, you know, but it's not, all, that's not always the case. I mean, I've worked with people who would remain sober and they would still try to take advantage. I mean, I remember working. I remember, I mean, this person was just a promoter, but I remember working at a venue 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be uh, dropping names or anything like that. Right. To just to respect um, these different companies because there are people involved that do get affected. Right. That I do respect. Um, but I did work for a venue and I remember working one night and I was just bartending, minding my business and I was being really nice to everybody, of course, because that's my job. That is my right. job to be nice to everybody. And, and it's not, no, it's, it's them, like, feel it, good. You, you're being asked to do so, by the way, we're, we push owners, managers, everybody pushes for that to happen from staff. Yeah. Like you want like the environment to be fun and like, I enjoy my job. Like most most days i'm like i mean now now even more because i you know it's the things that i deal with are different but i was enjoying my job i love the music the vibes everything and I'm bartending and this this guy he's like a promoter but he's also was also good friends with management and the owners whatever like they all vouched for this guy and we were cool. Like, I thought we, everything was fine and everything was just normal. Like, you're, you work with me. I work with you. Like, you're my coworker. We always have fun. Right. And one day he came up to me, grabbed me by the back of my neck, like, right behind my neck, pulled me really close to him and said <laughs> some stuff that I don't even want to say, like, on here. But okay. I remember pulling back and feeling like extremely, I was in shock. I was like, wow, how, I mean, my first instinct was to become upset. You mind saying what was, you mind saying what was said? He said something along the lines of like, I don't even, like, I can't even with this guy. No. Something along the lines of like, damn mommy you're so fine like I can't something about like wanting to hit it whatever like wanting right. to fuck me basically right. and you know he I remember he used the word fuck were, and were this like his first words approaching you ever in that sense in that no he was so normal like before he's like the height like was like the hype man too like in the venue and right. all these things and he said that to me and I, I remember pulling back and I was like, how dare you? Right. I don't care how cool we are. That is unacceptable. No man, first of all, putting your hands on another employee in a, like in any business is not okay. Right. Don't touch anyone. Just Correct. don't. Because you don't know what they've been through. You don't know what they've been through in their life. Not only that, like, it's just disrespectful. Like, you always ask. I mean, most people were taught that as kids, right? Like, right. it's literally elementary. Like, come on. How, 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 <laughs> so did, how, how, did, how did you feel at that moment when that happened? I felt, I felt really taken back. I felt, like, taken advantage of. I felt like our, my, like, the, you know, you create, like, a, a, bond of like trust with your coworkers, considering that sometimes fights break out and all these things happen in the nightclub, right? right? Things that there's times where you may feel like unsafe because of, 
it's the environment, the alcohol, um, the drug use, which it happens everywhere. Um, everything. So sometimes you don't feel like safe and you create this bond of trust with your coworkers when you're working with them, whether it's like openly said or not. Right. Right. Um, did you feel like there was anything like that was broken completely? Was right. Did, right then and there. Did you feel you at know? that time, Angie, that there was anything that you could have done uh, at that moment? Um, I did. Okay. I went straight to management. Okay. And you know what management did? Nothing. Not one thing. Hmm. That man uh, ignored me the rest of the time, was an asshole to me every time, um, didn't even look at me again, like nothing, which I mean, I don't have a problem with, but you know, management should have done something about it. Right. I don't care what he does. I care that I'm being taken care of in the, my place of work where right. I am supposed to go and feel safe. Do you think that and maybe I think a lot of women have these issues where they go to work and they don't feel safe and right. it happens a lot. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of places that, um, you know, like we all go running to the bouncers. Right. Like sometimes we don't even go to management. <laughs> it's like we right. go to the, I mean, if it has to do with the customer, right? Like right, a, right. A disgruntled customer or whatever. Um, we go straight to like the bouncer. Right. Like, hey, get them out of here, help, you know, whatever. Right. I mean, you do create good friendships there, too. It's not that everybody is the same. That's 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I mean, now, in in the nightlife, there's, there's always, there's good and there's bad. And, you know, what you take from the good is extremely valuable. I think that I've, first of all, the nightlife has given me a backbone. A backbone that I never had and never would have would have uh, obtained in any other field ever and um, gave me great social skills um, and created a lot of long lasting friendships, I think. Well, I, I, I want to first of all, I want to thank you for, you know, bringing this up over here um, because I, I do think there are a lot of, you know, girls, especially out there that are going to listen to this and they're going to feel like, you know what? If she's hat, you know, she has uh, the guts. I was going to say the balls, but no, it's not balls. <laughs> uh, she, you know, to 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 come out and say these things, you know. And again, and and I don't think I, I respect the fact that it doesn't have to be pointing fingers specifically because it is something that is very general, also, um, and that it yeah, could. It could I mean, I mean, I think it's important that that people know that in this industry. Women run this shit. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. And if they say no and whatever, like you cannot have the nightlife without beautiful women. The beautiful women that you put out there, you cannot have the nightlife without them. Right. I mean, maybe a gay bar, but I mean, there are beautiful and, men. And, and <laughs> but they still go there but, too. I mean, and as a matter of fact, you know, you, you pointing that out is, is very important. I think... Uh, I, I was thinking about this now that uh, that we're so close to having a new, you know, uh, women vice president, you know, and um, yeah. and to be honest with you, the fact that this country hasn't had a president that's a woman, I'm, you know, I'm thrown back a little bit, but uh, but at the same time, I'm like, 
it isn't you know it's just you realize that it's so not ready but it, but it's ready but people are not ready when they go out there and voting and vote and take care of that part but i was what i was actually thinking is i don't think there is one job that women can't do not as good as men but better <laughs> and yeah. um and you know and, and you know maybe you talk about strength and 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 physical strength or whatever and, and there are a lot of women out there that, women that will oh, so strong they will beat my ass i know one you know in a second yeah. um so so in general I, i i do think you know you guys you know have something for some reason you guys were the ones chosen to you know to bring children to this world <laughs> not us yeah. um you know we complain when we have a fever we can't handle it you know so <laughs> no it's true you i mean imagine being sick for a week and having body aches and whatever right but still going to work and still right. doing everything that a man can do correct i mean every month every month <laughs> yeah and I, it's not something it's like it's something that's natural it is it's it's who we are what we go through like it's right. normal but the fact that women are not respected in most places it just we're not and more even more in the nightlife why why right because we show too much right you are so afraid of the female body it's so crazy it's crazy we were born like this we Do can't you? help it it's a, it's a figure that whatever religion it is that you follow whether you believe in god or not Um, this is the body that you were born with that was gifted to you. You cannot do anything about it. Right. And you and people have to learn how to embrace it and stop sexualizing it. Right. Like, and, like why is it sexualizing it in a dirty like way, right? Because because being because being sexy and sexual is one thing and there's nothing wrong with it at all. Right. But, you know, I think that when people, you know, people walk into a venue, right? And you see these girls that are, they're not even half naked. They're, I mean, you're wearing tights, you're wearing boots, you're you're wearing a top. Like, it's not like you're not wearing anything. And even if you were not topless or whatever, it is the female body. It's something so, I mean, I, I can't grasp why when, I mean, I've, I have friends who, work in the nightlife and I have friends who uh, don't work in the nightlife and aren't exposed to that as much. And those are like the most judgmental. And I'm talking people who like engineers, uh, people who work in finance, people who work in like different fields, legal field, whatever. And they're not always exposed to, um, they're not always exposed to like the nightlife and being around beautiful women who are uh, half naked, which again, nothing wrong with that. Right. And um, I mean, like the word stripper has a bad connotation, even that, right. that word. Why? Because a woman uh, wants to, first of all, the amount of money that strippers make is like ridiculous. I mean, right. it would make any woman with a with that level of confidence want to give up their day job that where they're making no money to making over a hundred grand a year. Some people call it easy money. 
You know how hard earned that is. Because it is easy money. Well, but I, but like, I, who cares? No, but what I'm, <laughs> but what I'm saying, well, the, in the nightlife in general, what I'm saying is, when it comes to strippers, they're doing, you know, they gotta keep that body. They gotta, I don't know how they do that, get up on that pole and all those things, whatever. But the, it, they're so talented. I right. mean, have you, you've been to Eleven? Like the girls who get up there and like that is work. I've taken uh, pole dancing classes and it's fucking hard. It's right. hard. I don't care what anybody says. They put mm-hmm. in work. They put in more work than most people you've ever seen anybody else do for real. Because right. it's like training every day, like constantly doing something and like creating like new moves and doing this and that. I mean, you're having fun, but right. there, I feel like also because there's such a level, like a high level of disrespect towards the human, the, the female body. Um, right. Women who work in that industry feel bad about what they're doing. They so, feel bad for showing their body. So I was going to ask you, when do you... men do it right. all the time. Yeah. Like, please. yeah, nobody yeah. nobody thinks twice, you know. I mean, whatever. It's not the same thing. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. So, so do you think that maybe that is something, uh, one of the reasons why um, all of this some gets, the woman gets the blame? For example, what happened to you, what you were talking about, um, when you came up to management to say something, you think they maybe said, please, you know, it was probably you provoking it or it's your fault that it happened because of the way or that or they just blame it on men being men. That is not <laughs> how a man acts. Right. A real man respects women, period. Correct. If you are disrespectful to, to women like that, I mean, Imagine being somebody who goes back to their primal Neanderthal like type ways. Like right. that is so it's just you you relate that kind of behavior to people who are extremely uneducated is what right. it is. Correct. And the issue um, that the issue that, that ha- the fact that that happens and that it's overlooked it's it's definitely painful on the industry and and i think it has a lot to do with not seeing what i always want to see which i've i've you know i've been looking forward to it but I, but it doesn't and you know seem to to happen much which is more women in management and more women in ownership you know i'm, I'm going to be interviewing somebody who owns a, a woman that owns a lot of clubs in 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 the uk in the next couple of episodes um, oh, wow. So I'm in, very interested in hearing her story, you know, um, but but the reality is that over here, it's, it's very seldom. I've only interviewed um, two women who are in ownership and or in management um, up to now. And, and, you know, and they have spoken about how complicated it was in a, in a, in a way, but that then when they get to the position, they're always told like, Oh wow! We didn't expect this. It's so amazing. Everything works perfectly. Everybody respects everybody. That all those, because you guys start looking at all these little things that we can't, we just don't have it in us. I mean, and I'm not talking about the disrespect part and not being able to, you know, take care of our people, um, yeah. because that is, like you said, Neanderthal. You know, it's just not fair. It makes no <laughs> sense. Yeah, it makes no sense whatsoever. Um, so. It just- People need to start relating that kind of behavior to um, right. people who are uneducated and need to be educated right. and need to um, be be guided, right? I think, um, I, I think... We, were, we touched up on the subject of uh, one day when uh, we talked before this. Um, we touched up 
touched up on the subject of um, management um, needing to ha- like needing to um, take responsibility when things like that happen, right? Things that right. you know, sexual harassment in the workplace, people getting uh, touched inappropriately, um, anything that could also put them it's a liability like on the company itself right imagine like you know i mean how many how many places have you heard of that like you know because the uh management or whoever looks the other way right they get in so much trouble right like in the long run just because they kept looking the other way right Right. um there is one company here in orlando Again, not going to say the names, but I know that everybody here knows about them. And their management is notorious for getting, uh, you know, harassing women, getting with uh, getting with them, doing uh, making sexual advances uh, towards them. Um, The owners have a lot of uh, cases against them. Um, sexual harassment, also, uh, what, uh, women coming out saying that they've been drugged by the owners, uh, underage women being led into the clubs and taken advantage of a lot of really disgusting, dirty things that, I mean, I'm talking about this stuff right now. And I bet that whoever is listening is probably like, well, that happens everywhere. Right. Like, but but the issue not, is that that it happens and nobody's doing anything about it. It's mm. awful. It's awful. How many people are? How many? You know, in everybody's mind right now, whoever's listening to this, people know that this is a thing, and the fact that nothing is ever not that nothing is ever done about it, but most right. of the time it's not done. Like nothing is done about it. Correct. About these situations, um, it's it's bad. It's wrong. And I and I think that. Um, people who care about their about their work about their company, you know, um, owners of these nightclubs or owners of these bars, and management who really care about the company really need to start addressing these things right. in the workplace and make you know just to create a healthy environment for everybody. Right. The last thing that anybody wants to do is go to work and feel like, oh my God, like here I go again and I have to deal with these people and and be and make make a sexual harassment become like the norm in their life. That's right. not okay. And 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 it is the norm in a lot of places. And it's and it's really sad because when I was working, um as a manager at Red Room Key, and I was, you know, it was all girls, right? Right. All girl company. And um, we would, it was very empowering to work with a lot of different women, powerful women, women who, women also who like felt safe, like being with us and like spending their time with people that they know that they were going to feel safe with. And I think that on some level, everybody, that's what everybody wants. Everybody wants to go to their job and be happy and stay there for a long time. I mean, the turnover rate 
for most nightclubs is ridiculous. Right. Like for employees. Right. Why? Because most of the time they're not happy. Most of the time they are e- not even happy. even with the money. And guess whose fault that is? Management. That mm. is nobody's fault but management. Right. How are you? You know, and most a lot of the times they don't they don't want to take responsibility. Like they want to just point point fingers at everybody else. Oh, she's crazy. Right. Oh, she this. Oh, this and that. Like. Or even be part, or, or like, even be more involved in the problem, being even more part of the problem. Uh, you know. Uh, oh yeah, or theory. just like gaslighting, one hundred percent. Right. Gaslighting females is is a is a it's like like a staple managerial trait to have in order to get hired and yeah. um, move up in management. I mean, you know how many times I see that's another thing too. You know how many times I see um, bus boys that have no like managerial training or experience or anything like that or um, security guards, all of them just um, end up being managers at all these venues. Right. Like, what qualifications do you have? Why? Because you're a man. Right. A woman can have a whole ass degree. Right. In whatever. And they will never get hired for management. They would rather take the, the guy who just started busing to be a manager than hmm. to pick a woman who is educated and has a degree because they want her... Right. You know, they may just want her like in the front line, right? Right, and there is but, no reason for that whatsoever. Like, it's not, no. not like you can say, you know, it, it, the physical side of it, or, or what, you know, nothing. Education, proper. I mean, yeah, you guys know the business as well as men do, and you guys deserve to be more, given those uh, most times. Even, even, yeah, may, maybe even that because I don't think. For example, the guys don't understand the whole side of how it is that you have to treat the clientele, um, you know, in order for the venue to make more sales without being, um, you know, too much or whatever. I mean, uh, you know, it's, I don't know if it's flirting. What what it's I know what what's being pushed is go out there and flirt, but it's really more of be nice. You know, it's it's be yeah. nice. It's keep a smile on your face and. And and people are going out there to be entertained, to have a good time. You know, it is it is what yeah. the nightlife is all about. And I mean, like the last thing that a woman wants or a girl wants um, in this industry, like working as a server or a bartender or a hostess, is first of all, we get a lot of shit from the customers. I mean, right. the things that customers have done and said that I've seen, that I've experienced is already like on another level and to like have management also like, you know, you're getting like that that level of like disrespect on one end and then on the other end, it's like constant like abuse like to women and it sucks. like. We want to feel, again, we want to feel safe where where we work. Um, at the hotel that I work at now, uh, we used to have these events once a month, and they were uh, these events in, like, the lounge area that we have in the hotel. And um, they were all, like, 
promoter base. So it, we would get so many people that would come out and it was like the once a month party night that like I could go back to my like nightlife um, outfits and like do my hair and my makeup like the way that I used to. Right. And it was always really great. But like you would never like, I mean, there were some customers that they're difficult and whatever, but because management like cares about you so much and that it's corporate, like the company is just very like, you know, like strict with the things by the book. Yeah. The things we never had any for the longest time. We never had any issues with that type of harassment or anything like that from the customers because people feel that energy once you walk into like a venue, right? you know, like you're setting as a manager or an owner, you set the precedent for everything else in that company, like everything that goes on, right? Like, you know, and you're able, like the moment that you nip something in the bud, when it starts off um, looking bad, right? you're you're letting everybody know that that's unacceptable behavior in right. in that venue and that's not the way that it's going to be but that doesn't take away from the fact that it could be fun and um you can make a lot of money like you can make a lot right. of money women can make a lot of money not having to flirt and right. just feeling like they can be nice and like i don't have to flirt with you i don't have to give you my number i don't have to you can respect me and I can respect you right. and I'm here to like make you drinks and help you have a good time. And like, that's it. Right. And I listen, Orlando, you would never expect that, but there were nights, those nights that we would make over a thousand dollars each. Incredible. Yeah. Like that would never happen at Blue Martini. It's like, you have to feel like you would have to like work for it. Like, you know, as a server, I would go there and I was like helping like, you know, sell, you know, selling bottles and whatever. And not all the time, but sometimes um, some of these uh, customers would get like really fresh, like with you. And you always felt like in order for them to want to tip you and tip you extra and for you to like make more money, like you had to like you know, they would kind of like suggest it, but like you had to be extra nice or flirty right. or, you know, do things that you wouldn't want for your own daughter. Right. right. So it's like, it's a lot. Angie, um, so we were supposed to be talking for about 30 minutes um, and we are almost at an hour. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so which, which, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for, really for everything you have shared here today. I, I, you know, at first when I want, when I contacted you about interviewing you, it, it you know, it, it was going to go in a whole completely di different direction. I think this is a subject that is way, you know, way more important and that people need to hear. Um, it is the right time also. Uh, for this to be out there, there are not too many platforms that are actually putting information on stuff like this in our industry specifically. Um, and I am, you know, someone who somehow is, uh, you know, I have to, I have to say these kinds of things. It, there's no way that I can hide it. You know, I have to be 
um, able to show the reality of what this is and the things that happen um, in the industry. And I agree with you 100% everything that you have said. Um, it is part of what I have seen. Um, there has been a growth in my own personal you know, experience from what the way that I used to feel when I started at 18, 19 years old to, to now that I am no longer 19. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and you're able to like relate to if you were to start working with somebody or people who like just started in the industry, you have that power to let them know, guide them like what is right and what is wrong and what, you know, like at the end of the day, like we're all humans and like we just want to like be like have the good things like everybody right. else and like right. feel good and like feel good where we work and where we're at most of our day and like. Right. most of our night, you know, and like, I'm, I'm thankful that like, you're able to um, allow me to talk about these things and allow people to talk about these things. Oh, no. and that thank you're aware. thank, and, thank um, you. Thank you. Because it takes, you know, guts to say it, to say it out loud. I know that a lot of people um, rather just keep it to themselves. I encourage them to come out, to speak out, you know, um, whatever it is, because that line, that line that, that should not be crossed may be a little different for everybody. And it may not be um, when people hear abuse or hear any of these things, uh, think of one, you know, think, you know, of, of sex only, you know, <laughs> of that kind of abuse. But there are so many ways that people abuse of others and, and their yeah. space and, you know, um, just there has to be complete respect. It has to be mutual again. And, and I, I believe yeah. in that hundred um, percent before we go, because we, again, we are on in an hour. Um, one last thing that you would like to say to those girls out there specifically, or unless you want to send a message out there to those managers, um, either, or you are open to do so, or if you want to do both. Well, definitely rather focus on empowering women. And, um, you know, because we, I think that if anybody out there, anybody it doesn't necessarily even have to be like women, just anybody in general, we want to focus on like the good, right. Mm -hmm. On like what people can do to, to do better and, and, um, make a change in their environment and also feel like they can speak up about the things because people find it very difficult to open up about things that they are, you know, allowing fear to guide them. Right. Mm -hmm. We don't, I want to let people know that, you know, this is something that I've been learning a lot recently is that don't let fear guide you because at the end of the day, if you are guided by by goodness and light and like something that if something happens to you and you say something and speak up about it you're not just doing it for you you're doing it for everybody else who needs like that kind of motivation and encouragement to speak up about the things that have happened with them because there are way too many people out there who stay quiet about their situations right. at, in the workplace more specifically, right? Yeah. This is what we're talking about and covering. Right. Um, I think it's important for whoever is out there being taken advantage of or 
going through something that they know that is not okay and it's wrong or they feel stuck, right. um, that it's okay to like speak out and yeah. to, that there are people out there who are, you're not alone, right? Like you're not alone. Right. Trust me. Right. Um, so it's, and, always, it's always important to use your voice. And, I want to, again, yeah. and, and I'm, thank, like, I'm trying to like find the words. No, no, no. I, I, I mean, I think, I think the message is, is, is has, has been said, has been well sent out there. Um, and I think this is going to make, you know, a difference for a few people, 100%, just one person that is touched is already a good thing. So, so I believe yeah. that's, that's going to happen. Uh, uh, from this, I think I touched you as well, like with yeah. like the things that I've I've mentioned. Every little thing, and I'm gonna I, and I wanna and I wanna close <laughs> and I wanna close on one specific thing that you said to me before we got onto this call uh, when you told me you know we were gonna be touching on this a little bit, and and I wanna send this to the guys out there that are in management ownership or in any position whatsoever that they feel or may feel at any time that they can do this and they can do whatever they want. Um, and, and it's just think about if it was your daughters in that situation. And if you don't have daughters, think, oh, I guess your mom, <laughs> but, um, but put somebody, a woman that you care about in that, you know, position or situation. And how would you feel if it was happening to them, if they were being treated that way? Um, when, when, when Angie mentioned that to me, I was like, Ooh, um, you know, because at this moment in time, I can say that I would really love and everybody, you know, especially my wife will go like, what are you talking about? I would love my kids to, to follow my footsteps and get into this industry. I love this industry so much, you know, but, um, but when you asked me, what about your daughter? I was like, Ooh, that is right. I, I would feel a little differently. Um, and that is just because of that one issue which is not one issue but it's one huge issue that has a lot of little problems um within so so with that you know and like you you already know like how like how would you feel if she started working in the nightlife she started off as a bartender you would be like right i mean yes so Angie, again, I am so thankful, um, you know, for you being here today, for you, you know, sharing uh, parts of your story, ones that I, you know, didn't know about. And, and uh, you know, I'm sure the audience uh, hasn't either. And, and they'll be grateful. A lot of the girls that are listening, a lot of the guys I know will, you know, listen to this and will, you know, feel a little different and feel a little shame, yeah. shame about the things they might have done in the past and and might change a few so. you know so that is that is a very good thing that you have done uh here today uh where can people follow you or the, your work or whatever i mean you know get a few followers um <laughs> <laughs> right now i actually am working uh alongside a naturopathic doctor um, selling a couple of nutrition products and I'm just, I'm starting to get into that industry, which I initially started off with, um, teaching yoga years ago and like working in the holistic field. Right. Um, I am starting to get into that a little bit more. So I'm kind of in the middle of my shift Okay. and, um, in the middle of my process with, um, educating myself um in acupuncture chinese herbal medicine naturopathic um like naturopathic wellness um okay. so 
Cool. If you do want to follow me, I do have I do have a food page, and it's okay. called Angelina's Wellness Kitchen. Awesome. And then I do which where I post um, different recipes for healthy meals and things like that. And then I do also have my own page, my personal page, which I mean I'm constantly on there like spitting out information, but it's cool. all motivational. It's all um, empowering, like women, empowering Latinos. Um, okay. And Latinas, of course. Hmm. And what is that uh, one? The personal one? The personal one is going to be Angelina underscore underscore Maria. Okay. Guys, you heard it. You better go follow her and better start eating well, too. Um, and again, Angie, thank you so much for your time today. Guys. No, thank you. No, thank you. Guys, you. I, something that I, I didn't know was going to turn out the way that we, that it happened ended up being like so amazing and like I'm you glad. know empowering for myself as well so i'm glad i'm glad thank you guys remember you can get my book on amazon and you follow me at the nightlife entrepreneur instagram you can check out all of the podcast episodes at nightlifepodcast.com and all the courses at nightlife.university see you guys next week